there was a group that used to come from Scotland, uh, like in the 70s, 1970-something. Y'all can sit down if you want to. This group came from Scotland, and uh, they were called the Singing Camerons. Uh, they're all, all a preacher's family, and, and uh, the Singing Camerons were real active during the days of the charismatic uh, revival in the 70s. And um, they had these songs like this, um, the Holy Ghost will set your feet uh, dancing. And then they, they played, you know, their, their uh, real simple song. And in my dad's church, I'd probably be about, you know, and, uh, see, maybe like 15, 16, you know. And um, so all these charismatics came into my dad's church. There's only 3,000 people in town. My dad's church grew to over 2,000 people. <laughs> so it's a little town with a giant church. <laughs> and so the Baptists, you know, Methodists, Catholics, people came from everywhere to my dad's church to get filled with the Holy Spirit. And uh, you know the story, you know, sometimes that the joy would fill up the church. Even on Sunday morning, president of the bank was there and politicians were there and and my mother would get full of joy and then she would she praise louder than anybody just keep praising and she did that at home also it's hard to bring friends over but she'd have to be praising at the house and then then my mom in church she would uh, run around the church she did that all the way till she was 83 and when she was 83, she ran around Kenneth Hagin's uh, camp meeting, which is in Tulsa, which was the big coliseum, seat 10,000 people. So my mama started a riot in there <laughs> where I don't know how many people were running, but hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. And my mother, you know, 80, was like leading the whole group around. And so they had a, uh, what we used to call it a, a Holy Ghost uh, like a Jericho March, that's what we call it. Right? Y'all ever had a Jericho March? So at our church, we never, you never could tell. You might be having a Jericho March and you wasn't planning on it. You know, and uh, so Jericho March is kind of like, you know, Hebrews 11 and then uh, in uh, Joshua Judges, you know, where they talk about uh, the walls coming down. They march around them. And then the last time they march around, what they do? They shout. And so that was really just a, a physical demonstration of what you believe is happening spiritually. So some people don't kind of understand that. There, there are spiritual demonstrations of the Holy Spirit, but there's also physical ones. Like you may be praying about some particular, and, and then the Holy Spirit will give you a physical demonstration. Uh, the illustration I've given before is many a, of it was uh, me and Trina were dealing with a very difficult situation, and she had a, a chain stitch in my truck. And I had, um, I think it was a Dodge truck with a diesel motor. I uh, had some horses at that time, so so it was a, a dually, you know, and I had these. Um, she had put a chain stitch in there because she knew how to do that. I don't know how to do that. So it's basically a ball of yarn that kind of looks like just a big wad. So we were dealing with such a movie like, this is, you know, this is very difficult. This is really, we don't really know what to do. And so while I, I grabbed that chain stitch and we said, but Jesus is Lord. And I 
happened to get a hold of the two ends of that chain stitch, and when I pulled it out, instead of it coming out knots and wads, it came out totally unraveled. And when I did that, I said, did you see that? That's exactly what's going to happen with this situation. You want to know what happened? That's exactly what happened. That situation come totally unraveled. Sometimes things that look so complex, and yet you get the Spirit of God involved, and he just can unravel something. But then a lot of times he will accompany it with a physical demonstration, you know, something that you can see. And so in my, my parents' church, when they had a Jericho march, <laughs> that means the walls are coming down, so... So, well, they would shout, and my dad's church during those days went from uh, probably a hundred people, you know, and for you'd go for years, you know, and then finally get two hundred people, you know, and you'd go for years, finally get two hundred, then you get maybe three hundred people, and then another demonstration, Holy Spirit, and then boom, and the church went to five hundred, and it was too big for the building, so they had to go by a whole big location. And uh, then the church went to a thousand people. Then it went twelve hundred, fifteen hundred people, and uh, it went over two thousand people. But we, we didn't do it without the Holy Ghost. It wasn't just a, like a you know, just who's the best organization person here, you know. But the Holy Spirit, and so the Lord would do a physical demonstration. So when my mama would run, that was a physical demonstration. You say, what physical demonstration is that? Well, it's I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. So in that case, they'd had three and a half years of challenges and drought. They'd had three and a half years, right? And boom, and that thing turned. He said, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. And then when he took off running, you know, so he pulled up uh, his robe and he took off running. And when he took off running, the sky before was just a, a cloud the size of a man's hand. And it didn't look that significant, right? But he said, I hear the sound of abundance, right? And and when he took off running, when he took off running, it said the sky immediately filled up with clouds. Hadn't rained in three and a half years. And it filled up with sky with clouds and it started raining. He outran the king's chariot. And that's the prophet did that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Man, the hand of the Lord came on him. Boom, he took off running. And during the demonstration was when they got the miracle, the evidence. You understand? So, Dad Hagen talked about the demonstration of the Holy Spirit and the power of God and that your faith would not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. All right, let's try it again. So, your faith would not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. In other words, the power, I have faith in the power of God. In other words, I don't have to figure all this out. I believe in the power of God. And he said, and the power of God is demonstrate, is, is connected to the demonstration. So it's a physical demonstration of what you believe is happening in the unseen, in the spirit. Come on. So while you're singing and praising, come on, while you're singing and praising, praise the Lord. You say, I believe God is setting ambushments against my enemies while I'm singing and praising that whatever the devil meant for evil, the Lord turned that around for my good. So I'm singing and I'm praising God. Amen. And the Lord will deal with it supernaturally. Praise God. Glory to God. Amen. You're giving praise to God. Amen. Then my mama would would take it to the next level. Boom. She'd take off running. 
And so, uh, you know, those are, those are, you don't do those kind of things every service. You know, sometimes you couldn't do them every service. So sometimes you have to arrange, you know, to have meetings where really not everybody's invited. <laughs> In other words, you say, all right, you know, uh, this is going to be a, a believer's meeting. Right, and the believers meeting. So, so Dad Hagen said, and sometimes people will laugh. They'll just start laughing. What is that? It's a physical demonstration of what you believe is happening spiritually. Amen. Just practice that right now. Go, ha, ha, ha. So, so that. That is a demonstration of the Holy Ghost, amen, so that if you are being intimidated or afraid, come on, or even just think nothing extraordinary is happening, and the devil says nothing extraordinary is going to happen this year, and you go, ha, 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 something extraordinary is happening this year, because God is a good God, I know he's got some good plans. So there's some laughter that goes with it, amen, and so the Holy Ghost not won't make you laugh, I mean. <laughs> He's not going to tickle you, you know, and, and uh, make you laugh. But he will prompt you yes. that while you're just laughing, ha, 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 ha. Amen. Just something like laughing, ha, ha, ha. Yes. Amen. Amen. And so Dad Hagen gave that illustration when he said uh, a, a symptom or a sickness come on his body. He said, I'd stop right then and laugh. And I'd say, Mr. Devil, you know you can't do that to me. All right, let's try that. Come on. Come on. You say, is that, what kind of virus is that you are? Ha, ha, ha. Devil, you know you can't do that to me. You got to get that off of me right now. And so he, he would just laugh. Well, you wouldn't have to do it just in the area of your physical healing. Come on, thoughts may come against your mind. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Financial challenges and go, ah, oh, you. Ha, ha, ha. Mr. Devil, you know you can't do that to me. Come on, I've been made alive, raised up with Christ, seated with him. You know you can't do that to me. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so you would yield to the Holy Ghost. Right? So sometimes in a Holy Ghost meeting, there's not just what you'd call spiritual demonstration. Sometimes there's physical demonstration. And in the middle of the physical demonstrations, I've seen people be healed of seven incurable diseases during physical demonstrations of the Holy Ghost. They come back and say, it's totally gone. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, totally gone. The disease is totally gone. I'm totally healed. Ha ha. So what happened? Well, I didn't do it. Come on, your faith is in the power of God. I didn't do that. Jesus did that. (laughs) That's the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. So the the power of God is real. And something good is how you yield to the Holy Spirit will determine how you yield to all the will of God for your life. Amen. So when the Holy Spirit's moving like that, come on, and you just say, I'm going to yield to the Holy Ghost. I'm going to yield to the Holy Ghost. So my, that's how my mama did. She'd say, boy, I hear the sound. You know, maybe everybody don't hear it, but I hear something happening. I hear something happening in my house, you know. And my mama would go, whoo, and she'd shout, and then she'd take off running around the church. 
Somebody said, what good is that? Well, after my mama did that a few times, a guy came in the church and gave my dad $1.2 million. I don't <laughs> You know what I mean? People say, well, that's foolishness. How do you know that's foolishness? While you're running and rejoicing here, God said, I'm going to take care of business for you over there. Bring it over. What? He said, I'll bring blessing into your house and the goodness of God into your house. <laughs> well, while you are rejoicing, come on, God shake the foundation of your situation. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. <laughs> Woo! Glory. <laughs> Hallelujah! Woo! <laughs> Praise the Lord! <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. Praise the Lord. Woo. Woo. If you just had a clue what God's working on for you right now, you'd say, glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for your faithfulness. Ha, ha, ha. Woo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the demonstration of the Holy Spirit and the power of God so that your faith would not stand in the intellectual or the reasoning part of man. But that your faith will be in the power of God. Let's try that again. My faith is in the power of God. Come on, if I can release his power in my situation through praising, through singing, through pleading the blood, through rejoicing, the power of God will work on my situation. Hallelujah. I said the power of God will work on my situation. His power is unlimited. His power, his ability, his reach beyond what you can even ask of him. Praise the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Amen. So Dad Hagen said in that demonstration, there's several different kinds of demonstrations of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. But when you make room for the Holy Ghost, or you yield to him, that means he don't make you do anything. But you take a little time, yield to him, like we have been doing singing. Come on, we all got plans. I got 3,800 sermons ready for you. I don't have to preach my sermon every night. The Holy Ghost can do more in just five minutes than I could do in 50 years. Man. Man, thank God for the Holy Ghost. Come on, make room for the Holy Ghost. Come on, acknowledge the Holy Ghost. Amen. So that your faith would not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. But Dad Hagen said it like this. He said, uh, he said, we talk about having faith in God. But he said, have you ever thought about having faith in the God that lives in you? All right, let's try it again. Because sometimes when you talk about having faith in God, people go, Oh, he's the almighty God, and he is. But they're always thinking. But what happened through the blood of Jesus? 
the Spirit of God moved on the inside of you. So now you say, I have faith in the God that lives inside of me. Come on, then you talk to him. You say, Holy Spirit, come on. Your ability, I release your ability. And you, you think through my mind. You speak through my lips. Yeah, I yield to the Holy Ghost right now. And the ability of God, the power of God comes on the scene. Come on, not just to do out things outside of you, but to do in your body, do in your blood, do in your bones, do in your body. Come on now, do in your soul, do in your mind, do in your marriage, do in your family. Come on, this is God. With God, all things are possible here. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> so, so, so there'd be some running. That's my dad. In my dad's case, I've seen Dad Hagen uh, in the area of finances. He would say, you know, somebody's going to give me a million dollars. And so then they did. Then he'd say two million, three million. I stayed around till they gave him four million. I actually gave him a million myself, which was definitely impossible. <laughs> but with God, all things are possible. Come on, I just hit it a chunk at a time. Amen. A thousand to ten, and that's a hundred thousand. I said, a chunk at a time, man. Amen. And so, uh, the blessing of the Lord, amen, and breakthroughs in the blessing of God. And so, with Dad Hagen, he said, and next is sometimes you'll dance. You'll dance. Now, he didn't say it's going to be pretty. So if you're really wanting to look cute, this is the wrong part for you. I want to show them what I learned, you know, at my lesson. No, there's no lesson for this. We have no lesson. It's just like you just start rejoicing before the Lord. And then the anointing can get into your legs. It can get into your body. That anointing get in there and you go, and you will start dancing, jumping around. and Amen. And in those meetings, ever. Every time Dad Hagen would dance, I would just you know, dance right beside him. And I didn't have no lessons. He sure wasn't pretty, and I sure wasn't either. We started laughing and just dancing, rejoicing. Hallelujah. And I believe during those times, you can dance and rejoice in the presence of the Lord and turn your whole life around, just rejoicing before the Lord. That, that sometimes you just... <laughs> Glory to God. (laughs) So it says that David, David danced before the Lord with all of his might. Now you can't laugh at him because he... (laughs) He's a mighty warrior, killed 10,000 Philistines and used to be wrestling with one of them. And he killed 10,000, so he's, he's something. And when he danced before the Lord, here's one of the things he said. He said that I will stay little in my own eyes and I, I will humble myself before the Lord. You don't always humble yourself just by getting in the floor and saying, Lord, I'm worthless. We all, we all know that. But listen, you humble yourself. David said by rejoicing and dancing before the Lord with all his might. And then he said this, because it was the Lord 
that brought me out of the sheepfold. In other words, he said, I was a lowly sheeper, sheep guy, sheep, sheep guy, sheep, sheep, herder. What? Sheeper. <laughs> and if you've been in the Holy Ghost meeting long enough, it ain't no telling what you might say, but I was a sheeper. <laughs> So David said, I was pretty low standing out there, you know, with the, the sheepsters. <laughs> and he said, he said, and the Lord took me out of that place and made me king. How many believe God can take you from whatever place you're at? Come on now. Bring you beyond what you could even imagine. At the blessing of the Lord. Amen. He was rejoicing. Ah, he made me a king. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Woo. Sit back down. So when David... David, like as a sheepster, it's a new gang. David humbled himself before the Lord. Didn't care what nobody thought about him. And he said, it was the Lord. So we say what? You're going to have to dance with who brung you. Come on, if you think it's all your effort that brought you and made you what you are and your education and all your hard work, well, that's about as far as you're going to get. But when you say, it's the Lord that brought me out of that. The Lord did that for me. Where can the Lord take me, man? He, he can take me places I ain't never been before. The Lord did that. So I'm going to rejoice and dance before the Lord. Hallelujah. So Dad Hagen said it this way. He said, there is a blessing when you dance in the Holy Ghost. Now, now, I know everybody can't dance fast, but you could scoot. You know, if you just need to scoot, just do your little hip to the right. Maybe do one to the left. And somebody says, what you doing? You say, this is the way I dance right now. But you squirm, squirm around in your seat and go, well, I tell you, glory to God. <laughs> if you knew what the Lord had done for me, you, you know why I'm squirming right now. Praise the Lord. And so Dad Hagen said, there is a blessing Amen. that you receive when you rejoice like that or dance before the Lord. Amen. He said that you really cannot get any other way. Amen. And so I just, I watched him because I knew he knew something about the Holy Spirit that I did not know. How many think somebody might know something about the Holy Spirit that you might could learn? That if you yield to the Holy Ghost, respond to him, that anointing will come up on the inside of you. Ha, 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 ha. Come on, joy will start bubbling up out of the inside of you. Ha, 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 ha. Somebody say, what are you doing? That's a preview of coming attractions, man. I say, that's a preview of coming attractions, man. Look, look what the Lord has done for me. I'm rejoicing. But let me tell you, this year, 2022, baby, something good is going to happen to me beyond what I, I could ask. More than I could think. Glory to God. I had to do a little dance and say, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> 
Hallelujah. And then some people just act like they're intoxicated. They get drunk. You can get drunk. And you can't even say sheepsters when you get drunk. You can get drunk. On the day of Pentecost, they acted intoxicated. Peter had to say, these are not drunk as you suppose, you know. So, so people were, were full of joy, but they were acting drunk, intoxicated. I've been in meetings with Dad Hagen where his whole board was rolling on the floor. They're rolling. We don't have no scripture for it. We just don't have none against it. The whole board was rolling on the floor. And one of them was Abner Yoder from uh, Canton, Ohio. And his business did $150 million that year. And he's rolling on the floor. Got saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, and his business just took off just like that. While he was rolling, (laughs) the Lord said to me, why don't you get your broke behind down there and roll with it? I said, you talking to me? (laughs) This guy did $150 million that year. I thought, well, if he's rolling, he might know somebody rolling. I don't know. So I'm going down there and roll with him. So, so I, I just, <laughs> but I will humble myself before the Lord. Amen. I will humble myself before the Lord. There goes the holy roller. I will humble myself before the Lord. I said, I will humble myself before the Lord. Come on, no man did that for me. God, God did it for me. I'll humble myself before the Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Ready to get down, man. Ha, ha, ha. So Naaman had to dip seven times. Old Pentecostal sermon, been around for years, and it's called Seven Dips on a Muddy Pond. In other words, y'all know the story of Naaman, don't you? Naaman had leprosy, didn't he? He's a great captain, but he had incurable disease. So he went to see the prophet, and he thought, there's your problem right there. He thought. He thought. We found the problem. We've located. He thought. But the prophet didn't even come out, sent a message, said, go tell him to dip in the muddy Jordan River seven times. Boy, he got mad, man. He got mad, went back, talked to the servants, said, that's an insult. There's better rivers than that around here. Don't tell me to go dip in that muddy river. They told you to dip seven times. Boy, that's an insult. He got so mad, he said, I even took him a bunch of money. He didn't even come out and receive it. You know, he gave him all kinds of gifts and no, I don't want nothing. Now's not the time for that. Are y'all still here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just looking for the water. Y'all still here? <laughs> and so, go dip. Muddy Jordan River. Boy, he took off. I thought he's going to come out and wave his hand over me. Huh? Didn't get no hand waving. Come on. How many ever thought you was going to get your healing one way? And God said, no, I ain't going to come out. I'm going to come a different way than you thought. No, I ain't gonna re- no, none of that. He told him to go dip in a muddy river seven times. He got mad and he took off. Servant said, if he would ask you to do something difficult, you would have done it. But all he told you to do is dip seven times. You got leprosy, it's incurable. 
Yeah. So you can either humble yourself and do Come what on. he said. Come on. Let's try it again. You can either humble yourself and do what he said, or you can go back home with your leprosy. Come on, and this proud captain pull over. Come on. He said, it's time for me to get in the muddy water right now, man. He went out there. Come on, he went down once. He went down twice. He went down three times. Went down four times. Went down five times. Went down six times. But the seventh time he went down, when he came up, baby. He was clean. Hallelujah. He was clean, perfectly clean. no muddy river here for you, but I'm going to tell you this. Sometimes when you rejoice, oh, it just looks ugly. You lose all your dignity. Come on now. Oh, come on. You think I'm something special here. And the Holy Ghost says, laugh. Do I have to do that dip or laughing dip? And I say, run. Uh Uh-uh. Is that necessary? Oh, it's not necessary unless it's necessary. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. And there's something about following those. We hope you enjoyed this message by Word of Life Church. We just wanted to let you know there's a lot more content on our website at wolapopka.com. From our YouTube channel, to our podcast, to our SoundCloud and many more events. We also wanted to let you know that we love giving you these messages. And it helps us too that if you would love to give to the what we're doing, it helps keep all these messages free. You can just simply go to our website and click the big give now button. Or you can text 407-955-5345. And remember, our pastor's vision is this. We grow Christians. So we thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.